when we have goals, we can all dream. We can create the fancy vision board, but it's not always easy to execute. It's not always easy to do the things, especially when you don't want to do them or when they get hard. So the question is, how do entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and experts scale to create a massive business all while having fun and impacting lives? Welcome to The Raquel Show. I'm your host, Raquel Quinette, business coach, real estate entrepreneur, investor, wife, and sports mom. This podcast will give you real quick tips, strategies, tools, and inspire you to help you play bigger in business and in life. Are you ready? Let's grow to the next level. Welcome and thank you all for tuning in. I'm excited to have a conversation around when we create our business plans, there's a point where sometimes they don't always work. We are coming up at the end of first quarter very soon, and this is where you either feel like you are crushing it and doing better than you thought, or you're feeling behind because things didn't go as planned. And if that's you, you still have time, and it's okay because it does happen. I'm finding that a lot of agents and entrepreneurs didn't account for a slow start of their year and didn't account for having a much bigger pipeline of leads that they needed or didn't account of doing a little bit more revenue generating activities than they did last year and were navigating through what it takes to create sales in this business. Some of us think, We should try something new, but I can tell you that majority of it is not doing enough, not doing enough volume, whether it's calls, so that you get better over time with lead follow-up or lead nurturing or creating appointments or creating more appointments because you understand the needs of your clients and how to serve them and can overcome their objections. As an entrepreneur, or a business owner. It is natural to have a business plan that outlines your goals, your strategies, your expected outcomes. And some of you started with your plans last September, depending on your sales cycle of your business. Some of you guys finalized it in December, by the way, if you're an agent. That might've been too late because if you finalized your business plan in December and you're in real estate, it would tell you that you would be starting in January. And if you put anything pending in January, that was closing in February. So you would have lost a whole month. So you would have needed to have it finalized maybe in October or November because every pending sale you had in December, unless it's cash or a new build, was going to be closing in January. So any new contracts that you created, any clients that you got their offers accepted in December typically is closing in January. So the business plan, I'll tell you, was the easiest part to do because a lot of us, when we have goals, we can all dream. We can create the fancy vision board, but it's not always easy to execute. It's not always easy to do the things especially when you don't want to do them or when they get hard. 
However, despite of the numbers you crunch, the plan that you created, the perfect schedule that you put together, sometimes things don't always work out the way we put them on paper. So when this happens, it can be challenging to stay motivated. This is where I hear the words burnout. Raquel, I am burnt out. Did you know that when you're burnt out, it is most likely because you're not seeing the results you thought you'd be getting. Here are six things you can do when your business plan does not go as planned. Number one is reevaluate your business plan. Reevaluate that plan and take a step back and look at all the things. Identify the areas that are not working and analyze why they're not working or what went wrong. But more importantly, look at what has worked. And what has worked has been proven in your business. So I would double your efforts there. Number two is seek advice and support. Reach out to your network of mentors. Reach out to your peers, your colleagues, or other entrepreneurs who have been through similar situations. I'll tell you, they can offer great guidance, insights, and encouragement to help you move forward. Another great way is listen to podcasts like this one or listen to things on YouTube. You can find a lot of things today with the power of your computer. Number three is stay focused on your goals. No matter what you're going through, remind yourself that there are things that you cannot control. As an example, you cannot control the interest rates rising. You cannot control putting your best offer for your buyer and they don't get the property. Remember to think, why did I create this goal for 2023? Why was this important to me in the first place? Every day, ask yourself, what can I do to get back on track and celebrate all the wins, even the small ones? And number four is stay flexible and adaptable. Just because you had a plan that didn't work, be flexible in pivoting if you're not seeing the results. Make advancements first to either create more leads or be stronger at lead conversions. Because at the end of the day, without sales, there is no revenue in a company. So when there's no sales, we need to take a look at, do we have enough traffic? Do we have enough leads? Do we have enough appointments or sales calls? Whatever that is, start there first. I can tell you, we are getting ready and we have been gearing up to build out our team and test different things. And we are slowing down to speed up. And I can tell you that we have rewritten processes because I took a look at it and I'm like, yep, that's not gonna work for today's market. That's not gonna work for here. And I've also even rewrote some of the scripts and the frameworks that go along with it because it's no longer transactional. It's understanding where our clients are at today. It's understanding the economy. It's understanding the market and rewriting your processes to make sure that our clients have a great experience. And number five is take action. Sometimes the best way to overcome a setback is to take action. Action versus thinking about why it didn't work 
or perfecting a system can cause delayed results. Yep, delayed results. So when you take action, you create momentum. And when you take action and it fails, look at that as a learning lesson that gave you feedback on your business, but keep taking action. And last but not least is create some type of accountability system. When you're not feeling at your best, it's hard to grow in isolation. Sometimes it's hard to even do the things that you're supposed to do. So find someone or play a game with yourself and say, if I do X, Y, Z, I get to do X, right? As an example, if I do not prospect today, I owe so-and-so $1,000. And if I get five appointments in a row, I get to book our hotel or our flights for our family vacation. Start to gamify your activities in a way that it encourages you, in a way that it motivates you. So when your business plan doesn't go as planned, it can be challenging, but know that there's options. Evaluate your plan, seek advice and support, stay focused and motivated, remain flexible and adaptable, take action, and create an accountability system so that you can get back on track. Create that intensity and move some of your deadlines up, right? Some of you guys have deadlines till the end of 1230, 2023. So if you're behind, move that deadline up. Does it really need to be on the 31st of December 23? Why can't it be September? If this episode hits for you home, share it and tag me on IG at It's Raquel Q. Today, I want you to know if you're behind goal, there are options out there. There are people willing to help and there are communities that you can be a part of. If you don't take action, here's what I want you to think about. What is it really costing you? For the agents that are listening, for every escrow that you had planned to close and didn't close, how much revenue are you really losing today? See, people start cutting their budgets and sometimes their people, and I've seen this through coaching different clients, and when that expense is gone, yes, it's off your books, but on the other hand, you got rid of that expense, but did you think about how much future growth it's putting a cap on your organization or on your team or on you, or what are you actually losing? Think about it. Now, that role goes on to you as a CEO, and it's added more minutes on your plate while you could be focused on forward momentum, and now you're stuck in managing growth. On the flip side, I've seen clients scale their coaching contracts, and every day we've been getting tons of inquiries on our masterminds or our coaching programs or DMs of how do I get involved in your world? And during times like this, and I can tell you, even in the last downturn, that's one investment that I learned from my CEO that we went all in on because we didn't know how to navigate as a brokerage, yet we found other ways in our expenses to get really creative. But one thing we did not take off was coaching. And I can tell you when we had our expansion team and we were trying to figure things out, not only did we spend probably a quarter of a million dollars in just coaching, we also on top of that would hire consultants. And I remember when our ops, our VP of ops told us, hey, we just hired a consultant for $60,000. And I was like, okay, for what? And it was for, I think a couple of weeks, four weeks. 
And they were trying to figure out our scalability factor and where the model could break because we were in so many different time zones. We were in so many different locations and there were things that were customized and things that were not streamlined. And so we would hire for that. We would hire a consultant for our tech, right? How do we streamline all of that? We often paid people for their time when things weren't working. I remember we would go to even family reunion is what it was called. And we would bid on having a lunch with a Gary, but having our whole team there or, or the CEO at the time or the president at the time. Why? Because we wanted to figure out the early days when things were messy, how they navigated through that. Know that there's options out there. There's solutions and people out there want to help. When things are not going right is probably when you want to have the most help because you'll make better decisions rather than emotional decisions. Whether you're behind goal or crushing it, I want you to know because you're in our community, there are people out there that want to support you. And until our next episode, don't forget to keep playing bigger. Thank you for listening to this episode and hanging out with me today. If you're loving The Raquel Show and you've gotten value from it for your business or your life, please don't forget to hit the follow button so you never miss an episode. I'd love to connect with you further, so text me at www.textraquel.com and send me a message. You'll be added to our VIP list for updates and special events we're hosting for our community. I look forward to hanging out with you on the next episode.